0: Whatever happens for the Boston Bruins over the course of the 2022 Stanley Cup playoffs, Game 4 against the Carolina Hurricanes will be one that we remember for years to come, thanks to performances by Brad Marchand and Patrice Bergeron. We're going to talk about yesterday's game and so much more on today's episode of Locked on Boston Bruins. Locked on Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren. And this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be, as well as take a look around the NHL. Today is Monday, May 9th. And I want to thank you so much for making Lockdown Bruins your first listen every day. The podcast is free and available on all podcast platforms, as well as on YouTube. So please do subscribe, audio, and video. Each new episode will be. Automatically added to your feeds for you to download, listen, and enjoy. Uh, this particular episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Uh, Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. If you are on Twitter, you can follow the podcast at LockedNHLBruins. Same handle on Instagram. And you can find me, my dad jokes, hockey tweets. Ian C McLaren now I'm wearing this kind of vintage Boston Bruins hat today that my parents purchased for me at the pro shop several years ago it's not even my favorite Bruins hat that I own but I started wearing it prior to game three and the Bruins went off and rattled two Straight wins over the Carolina Hurricanes, so needless to say, this hat is not leaving my head any soon. If you looked at the playoff statistics here on Monday morning, you would have seen that Brad Marchand currently leads all players in scoring with 9 points. And this comes after a 5-point outburst on Sunday, where he contributed to every single goal scored by the Boston Bruins. And it was a performance that was much needed, seeing as the Bruins were very short-handed on the back end. Uh, they were playing without Hampus Lindholm, who was injured in Game 2 on a hit by Andrei Svechnikov upper body injury Uh, prior to Sunday's game against the Hurricanes. Things got even worse with the news that Charlie McAvoy had entered COVID-19 protocol. Yes, COVID still a real thing. I'm coming out of it myself. Uh, In the NHL at the moment, they only test players who are symptomatic so it's likely that mcavoy wasn't feeling well either saturday or sunday he didn't skate on saturday they tested him and he entered covid protocol and i can attest to the fact that it's not fun even if you're vaccinated and boosted energy drain all i wanted to do was sleep over the past several days so with their top pairing out it was necessary for their top players to step up, and that's certainly what happened on Sunday with Patrice Bergeron and Brad Marchand, two players who have, you know, been here since those two comebacks in 2011, where they were down in two separate series, two nothing against the Montreal Canadiens, against the Vancouver Canucks. Uh, they were even around, yeah, they've just been through so much. They dug deep uh combined for three goals, eight points, marshand with the five points to lead the her or to beat the hurricanes on Sunday afternoon and to be honest, I didn't expect this to happen. They were down one nothing uh they were down two one. And they still managed to pull it out, despite not having their two best defensemen at their disposal. Marchand, he factored into the scoring on all of Boston's goals. He was also a major factor when it came to disrupting the Carolina Hurricanes, specifically defenseman Tony D'Angelo. They had several interactions, if you will. Uh, I noted on Twitter that at the end of the first, you could see Marshand chirping D'Angelo, pointing back to his somewhat checkered past. Um, I'm not a lip reader, but it certainly looked like he was calling him a racist. And then it continued to bubble over to the point where D'Angelo literally threw his stick at Marchand as he was scoring the empty net goal to seal the deal. Uh, When asked after the game what he was saying to D'Angelo, Marchand said, I hope you had a great Mother's Day or something to that effect, which is just uh, classic Marchand. He said those are the most fun games to play when there's high emotion, high intensity, so much riding on the line. If you can't play in these games, what are you playing for? This is what we love and have always loved. There's no better time to be at home in a game like this when the stakes are high and you have everybody behind you. It's not just your dreams, it's your whole teams, the organization, the whole city, and you see that come out in these situations. There's a ton of reasons to play and to want to help the team win, and they all feed off that and look forward to the challenge. He said it's kind of hard to explain because the whole group always kind of been like that. They love the challenge of being in the playoffs, being in tough situations. Doesn't always go your way, but when it does, it's a hell of a feeling, he said. And we've seen that as Bruins fans. We've seen the ups. We've seen the downs. We've seen 2010, for example. We've seen 2011. 2013, 2019, in between. We've seen the pain of not even making the playoffs in those couple years uh, where they missed out prior to the Claude Julien firing and bringing in uh, Bruce Cassidy. And again, it certainly did not look like it was going to go Boston's way. Uh, they twice overcame one-goal deficits, tying the score uh First on Bergeron's putback tally with about 3.51 to go in the first. The second on Jake DeBrusque's power play goal with 1.16 remaining in the second period. And there was a bit of controversy on that one. It was challenged by Carolina Hurricanes head coach Rod Brindamore uh, for goaltender interference. It was upheld. And the Bruins got another power play under that because if you challenge and it fails, then you get penalized. Not only that, but Patrice Bergeron took a high stick from Sebastian Ajo at the end of the second period to put the Bruins on a 5-on-3. And that really was a turning point. Of the game as the Bruins um, scored the go-ahead goal on that five-on-three, and then were able to add to that lead. And we'll talk about how that all went here in a moment. But first, a quick word about Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all betting stats and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including the Stanley Cup playoffs, the NBA playoffs, Major League Baseball. BetOnline is your continued source for all sports wagering information from live betting, playoffs, eSports, and more. Head to the website today, use your mobile device, and learn more about the trends in action at BetOnline, where the game starts. I want to thank you so much again for making Locked On Bruins your first listen every day. Free and available on all platforms, as well as on YouTube. I recommend, as your second listen, the Locked On Now podcast. Nightly recaps of every NHL game with analysis from our local experts. Free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Now we all know the power play had been struggling heading into the the postseason even in the first couple games of the series uh came through in game three came through again in game four brad marchand scored the go-ahead goal with one second left on a five on three which came after the uh, failed goaltender interference challenge and that high stick that left bergeron bloodied recri- requiring stitches uh, to just right of his right eye, very close to his eye, in fact. Uh, He was back on the ice to start the third period. And, um, you know, Bergeron has a history of playing through a lot. Uh, A cut, Marchand said, is nothing to him. He's played with a hole in his lung and a broken rib. That was back in 2013. Not a whole lot that is going to keep him down. He has the most respect out of any player I can think of. And what he's willing to put his body through and play through is incredible. That's why he's the Bruins' captain, their leader. Something the team feeds off. And Marchand wasn't surprised that he came back for the third period. Certainly gave the Bruins a boost, and Marchand, of course, scoring the game-winner on the uh, 5-on-3 that was created by that opportunity. (coughs) Excuse me. Um, Bergeron said, you know, that's what Marchand does. It's who he is. He's always finding a way to get better, takes it on himself to help the team in any way he can. Always rises up to the occasion. Every time there's a big moment. No surprises there. And Again, it was a huge performance for Marchand. He entered the postseason on a lengthy goal drought. And with this five-point outburst, he's now yeah at the top of the NHL stat list with nine points through these four games to lead all players. He's ahead of Kale McCarr, David Perron, who both have um, seven points each, and his six assists are most in the NHL uh, this postseason ahead of Sidney Crosby. Well, a bunch of a bunch of players actually, Uh, because Kale McCarr has only played three games. He has the advantage in terms of points per game, two point three three. 2.25 2.25 for Marshand. Head coach uh, Bruce Cassidy talked about Patrice Bergeron afterwards as well. They know what he means to the team, what he brings. He's a high intellect player in every area, including in the face-off circle. And he's got the C on his sweater for a reason. They don't win very many nights without him being who he is. He's been excellent the whole series. He's the oldest guy on the team. He looks some days like the youngest. And full credit to him for that. Uh, in this game, he surpassed David Krejci for second on Boston's all-time playoff scoring list. He trails only Ray Bork, albeit... By a bit of a wide margin, Bergeron with 125 playoff points. Uh, Ray Bork with 161. Uh, David Pasternak, I should add, scored the fourth goal of the game on the power play to um, give the Bruins a. Sorry, that that one was not on the power play. That was off, kind of a set face-off play. Uh, That worked out very well. I was a bit, uh, I don't want to say, skeptical. I wasn't quite sure about the idea of reuniting Boston's top line uh, because of how well the top six have been rolling for quite some time. But full credit to Bruce Cassidy for making that decision. And that chemistry has picked up right where it left off. Uh, They haven't played together for like four months. But uh, that set play off the faceoff. Bergeron won the draw. Marchand curled around the bottom of the circle. Who uh, kind of behind Pasternak. Pasternak opened up as he drifted backwards toward the net. Marchand... Fed the puck to Pasternak. He buried it fairly easily to make it 4-2. And, uh, you know, Pasta, Marchand said, is a -a one-of-a-kind player. Such a threat every time he touches the puck. Finds ways to get open, create plays, creates havoc. Nice to have him out there, back with the big guns, certainly. And, again, without your top two defensemen, your top forwards had to step up. And that's what happened in this one. And again, certainly unexpected when the Bruins went down 1-0, when they went down 2-1. You know, based on the way they were outplayed in games 1 and 2, game 1 with, and early on in game 2 with McAvoy and Lindholm, it would have been not... Shocking to see the Hurricanes kind of run around their depth defensemen. Uh, But the Bruins just took it to the Hurricanes pretty much all game long, uh, stuck with their game, and were rewarded in the end. Uh, You know, 5-on-5, they dominated in terms of shot attempts, shots, scoring chances, high danger chances. Um actually scratch that the hurricanes had the advantage five on five in terms of shot attempts shots scoring chances high danger chances but the bruins in all situations had the advantage in shots uh scoring chances were even they had the advantage in high danger shots and expected goals and thankfully the power play was on on this night they had that five on three opportunity, and uh, the Bruins were able to make good on those chances. A bit of a, re- a reversal from the first couple of games, to be honest. The Bruins had the advantage in terms of five on five play, special teams were killing them. Games three and four, the Bruins, um, you know, perfect penalty kill they're able to break through on the power play and that was the difference if they can get back on the road and kind of put that all together strong five on five play as well as special teams then yeah they could i mean they're gonna need to win a game on the road to take the series and hopefully they can come back in game uh, five and play a bit better in Carolina than they did in games one and two. Summer is coming and with summer you're going to need some food on the go. Built Bars are the perfect snack to take with you on family vacations. Throw them in your bags, in your kids backpacks, and make sure that everyone has a bar so that you're fueled for your summer adventures. Now the best part about Built Bar is that they're healthy and delicious no more sacrificing delicious food for health with Built Bar you can have both and it's easy all you have to do is go to Bilt.com and order now they have so many delicious flavors banana cream pie, raspberry, double chocolate they're all delicious new flavors are coming out all the time and they are also uh, good for you you know most Built Bars have about 130 calories 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, 17 grams of protein. Again, the perfect snack to bring with you on beach days or summer hikes, whatever you have planned for this summer. Go to build.com, use promo code locked15 and get 15% off your order. Use promo code locked15 for 15% off at built.com. Now, when it comes to awarding the Big Bear of the afternoon, certainly Brad Marchand earns that. Uh, He had the game-high five points. He had five shots on goal to match uh, Bergeron, Jake DeBrusque, David Postrach had six shots to lead all Bruins. Uh, But, of course, the makeshift blue line as a whole deserves some credit. Uh, Josh Brown was inserted into the lineup, skated alongside Mike Riley for his postseason debut with the Bruins. Uh, Matt Grizzlick, Brandon Carlo made up the top pair. Derek Forbort, Connor Clifton continued their uh, partnership. And you know, part of the motto of the Bruins has always been next man up. Regardless of who's in the lineup, they have a job to do. And... Everybody knew the importance of this game, with McAvoy being out. Uh, he controls the back end, plays a lot of minutes. But it's another opportunity for someone to uh, come in. Brown did a great job, played a great game. A lot of the Ds stepped up to fill that void. And uh, that's kind of have, how you have to do it. Play strong team defense. That was something that was kind of lacking when it came to... The first couple games, you know, Bruce Cassidy wanted uh, those timely saves from Linus Ulmark. He didn't necessarily get the help that he needed from his D-men. And, um, you know, Jeremy Swayman getting a bit more uh, help in front of him than perhaps uh Allmark did. The Bruins limited the Hurricanes to just 26 shots on goal, uh, protecting the uh, home plate area in front of Jeremy Swayman. He made 24 stops for his second consecutive playoff victory, 925 uh, save percentage in those two games. Jan um, said there's a lot of pride in A lot of character in the room, and they're able to pull out a couple wins. Um, Different people that have to step up, Cassidy said. uh, Josh Brown, Connor Clifton playing a little more. Guys having to add minutes to their plate, which, you know, players should embrace and relish at this time of year. Getting the job done is another story, and... um, They did a a pretty good job, all things considered. Um, You know, not everybody had a stellar game when it comes to, um, you know, shot attempts created versus given up when they're on the ice. Josh Brown, two shot attempts versus 11. Uh, He was a minus two on the day. But at the end of the day, did enough to give the Bruins uh, the win. Um, Hopefully, either Lindholm or McAvoy will be back for at least game six. Um, You know, if McAvoy did test positive, the isolation period is is the five days. So if he tested positive on Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, he could come back, which would be game six so probably won't be in net for or sorry on the ice for um for game for game five unfortunately so that will be a bit of a tougher test for this group uh Cutter Clifton had the most minutes of any Bruins defenseman uh if you're a plus minus person he was a plus two six hits two blocks uh Carlo, four hits, five blocks, a couple shots. I thought he played the best among all Bruins defensemen. He chipped in an assist as well. And um, Obviously, you don't want a Josh Brown in there for too many playoff games, but um, it worked out for this game. What the Bruins have on their side right now is confidence, They lost their first five games played against the Hurricanes, dating back to the regular season, including the playoffs. Two victories on home ice have given them their confidence back. Um, Brad Marston said they have to focus on the way they've been playing at home, what gets them going, what's been driving them the last couple games, and try to bring it into the next one. It will be a lot tougher in Game 5. With a, yeah, pumped up Hurricanes crowd behind them. It's a difficult building to play in. They're going to be ready. The Hurricanes are a very good team. They pushed back in this one. They always bounce back. They're going to be at their best. Uh, so it's going to be a tough game. But, again, the Bruins will need to win at least one game in Carolina to take the series. And... Um, Hopefully it's Game 5. They can build on these two performances and have an opportunity to close things out on Thursday in Game 6. And you know, the Bruins are kind of under the Hurricanes' skin. You can see the Hurricanes were clearly frustrated, especially Tony D'Angelo. And uh, like I've been saying, the Bruins need to come out, score first, in Game 5. But we'll talk about Game 5 tomorrow. On, tomorrow, I wanted to just mention Bergeron's uh, cut. He said... Or you look at it. It was really close to his eye. There was blood in there. He said at first he couldn't see. It was blurry. Then he realized it was fine. Just a cut. Go back out there. Um, and it was amazing to see him after the game... Addressing the media with his kids with him on Mother's Day with his eye all banged up. I'm sure they were concerned, as we all were. Uh, But, man, I I just can't say enough about Patrice Bergeron. He's um, just unbelievable. And on Hampus Lindholm, Bruce Cassidy said he believed he skated on Sunday. Uh, He's trending well. Tuesday is definitely a possibility. We don't want him rushed because of the nature of what we believe to be a head injury. But if he could be back uh, at least for Tuesday, that would be a huge boost to the Boston Bruins. Anyways, a lot to get to today. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. I hope you all had a great weekend. Uh, Belated Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers, mother figures out there. I hope you all had a great time celebrating that special person in your life. You know we're coming out of COVID but we were able to get outside yesterday, had some great times with family, with Lauren, with the boys playing outside and uh, yeah it was a very nice day and um, tonight I'm excited to check out the last episode of Winning Time, uh, the Lakers series, Catch Up on Barry. We started watching The Staircase, which you might have seen the um, the doc on Netflix a few years ago. They made a, a series for HBO Max. Very good so far. And uh, I'll probably check out another episode of that tonight. But, keeping this hat on my head for the foreseeable future, we're going back to the Meth Bear shirt for Game 3 and uh, we'll be back tomorrow for the latest on the black and gold here on the Locked On Bruins podcast. Do check out the Locked On NHL podcast. I make an appearance there today talking about our Bruins. You can catch up on all the other big stories from around the NHL, the Locked On NHL podcast feed. This has been another episode of Locked On Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day. Take care, friends.